the Lake of the Ozarks' only community radio station. That's right, you've got a hand in it, Lake of the Ozarks, 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 10th. Liam Baum and local realtor accused of conspiracy to murder appeared in court yesterday for a pretrial conference. No new evidence was introduced, but Bauman did announce a change of lawyers. She replaced Simon Fawzi and Dean Price Jr. with Jefferson City lawyer Dan Dotson. Bauman's trial is set to begin on Monday, May 23rd. It's St. Patrick's weekend, and that means parades on the land and on water. The on-land parade goes down Bagnell Dam Boulevard at 1 o'clock on Saturday. For boaters, the annual water parade begins with breakfast to Captain Ron's at 8 in the morning. Both promise to be a great time for St. Pat's weekend. Formerly known as the Short Bus Shuffle, the St. Pat's Pub Crawl is back this weekend. The Pub Crawl takes place on the west side, and full-size buses will take participants to and from all stops. This year's Pub Crawl includes 12 stops and 5 lodging establishments. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops, the Mizzou Tigers won their first round SEC tournament game yesterday, beating Old Miss, so they advanced to take on the number five seed LSU today. That is scheduled to tip off early afternoon. Mizzou lost to LSU by 20 points just two weeks ago, so they'll need a big turnaround to get that done today. MSU Bears season is done until they find out where they're going in postseason play. They lost in the semifinals of the Valley Tournament last weekend, so they are either headed to the Big Dance, the NCAA Tournament, or the NIT Tournament, uh, MSU with a 23-10 and record, so they had a really good season. Local high school basketball teams are done for the year. Really good season for the Versailles boys. They finish 20-10, and Osage 15-12, and California 19-6, and Eldon was 7-19, and Camdenton 3-22. and Max Creek girls had a great season. They were 23-3. and Look out for that team the next few years. On the ice today. The uh, St. Louis Blues will be busy at home tonight against the Rangers. The Blues looking to break a four-game losing skid. NFL News, Aaron Rodgers says he will be back with the Packers. He was thinking about leaving, but the Packers have offered him a big deal to stay. So Rodgers, who is 38 now and the two-time reigning NFL MVP, will be staying in Green Bay for a while. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. Kevin KB 
J.B. Burns and Lake TV. You can see his show at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through the generosity of our underwriters, like Victoria Station. Everyone at Victoria Station is excited about the new season. It's a chance to see their friends and show off some new products. Misty Atkinson talks about what they've done to enhance your shopping experience at Victoria Station. We're looking for new products, looking for new categories, new information on new categories, new colors, new design, just something unique, something we've not seen, something we've not had in our product list. So we bought a lot of things we think will look great with what we've already been doing. We added to our nautical product mix. We added to our nautical artwork and furniture and accessories. Uh, But we were looking for something unique and, and different. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Thought-provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, The Key. Hey, good morning, and are you ready for another exceptional day, another outstanding day at the Lake of the Ozarks? Well, I hope you are. It is 8.07, and you are tuned to the one place where you're going to get plenty of information on a variety of topics this morning, and that is The Daily Show here on 89.3, Key Radio. Good to have you with us this morning. KeyRadio.live. Uh, apps for Android, apps for iPhone, all that good stuff. And uh, we've got it all for you this morning. Great lineup of guests, including Mindy Sales, who is uh, on the mend. And we'll find out more about what Mindy did. She won't be in the studio, but she will be on the phone. And so we're glad to have her in any capacity, our community events director here on The Daily Show and for Key Radio. Also, 
We'll be talking this morning with Danny Ellison, the educated redneck. Danny will join us at about 9.10. And Les Larson from the Camden County Republican Club will check in this morning at about 8.40. And uh, we'll get the lineup. Uh, they've got an event going on on March the 15th, which is uh, Tuesday, I believe. I believe that's right. Yeah, Tuesday. And so we will have more information from Les Larson, give you the rundown on the Camden County uh, Republican Club. So, winter weather advisory, yes, we're going to get some snow again, but I don't think it's going to be anything near as much as what we've endured in the past. Now, I could be wrong because uh, now all of the meteorologists out there are kind of undercutting what we're going to receive. I saw Springfield TV reporting uh, one to three inches. I'm reading this winter weather advisory that goes into effect tonight at 6 o'clock and runs through 3 o'clock tomorrow. And that was issued by the National Weather Service. So they're saying somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to 4 inches. And then I am looking at what uh, I was reading earlier. And this particular forecast is saying the chance of snow is uh, about 40% for us. However, that's for today and then for uh, tomorrow. Uh, Cloudy with mainly snow showers uh, during the morning. And uh, accumulations less than one inch. So we're not in the three to five range. We're in the two to four range, possibly in the one to three inch range. And then, of course, uh, less than one inch. So uh, obviously they're not expecting a whole lot of snow for us. However, we'll uh, get through all of this and uh, could start uh, this evening. We we might see a little bit this morning. Uh, 40, the expected high on the day. 24, the overnight low. Back up to 34, the high tomorrow with uh, 11 uh, for the overnight low, 11 above. Saturday uh, for all of the festivities around the lake. Looks like we'll hit a high of 35, a low of 26. 58 the high on Sunday, a low of 39. 62 on Monday, 64 on Tuesday, 73 on Wednesday. And uh, by Thursday of next week, you won't even recall any of the weather that we're talking about today because we'll be looking for a high of about 74 degrees. And really, uh, we're going to be staying in uh, the mid to upper 60s, low 70s, uh, pretty much after that. Not bad at all. 810 is our time. We'll await the phone call of one Mindy Sales. Get her in here this morning. She's probably getting all set up in position so that she can... uh, uh, do her weekly get-together with us. 29 degrees is where we are. 29 degrees and some clouds. We're also seeing some uh, snow moving through the area. Very light snow at the current time. As we take a peek at the uh, uh, the radar, we do see some snow. It is moving uh, through the Osage Beach area. And uh, probably a little of that moving through Camdenton, possibly down into Max Creek as well. And then off to the north. We are seeing a variety of different things going on here. Uh, most of it just some light snow passing through and will continue to do so ever so briefly this morning. We might get a little bit of a light dusting, and we're not really expecting a whole lot more than that. 29, make it 30 degrees now in Osage Beach as we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Got to love it. What a great facility we have available to us here. And again, thank you to... Bill and Janice LaCasse for being uh, so wonderful as to uh, help us out and uh, get us in the door here and allow us to use this uh, great facility. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is 8-12. Before we get into uh, our conversation with uh, Mindy Sales, 
I want to take a moment to pass on uh, our thoughts and prayers and condolences to uh, the Hagedorn family. Um, Luke Hagedorn, who's been a good friend of mine for a whole lot of years, lost his mom here recently. Sharon Hagedorn passed away, and uh, I was very fortunate to know Sharon uh, for a lot of different reasons. Sharon and I conversed on Facebook uh, off and on about various topics. Uh, she talked to me a lot when I was working over at the uh, other radio station. And I kind of lost touch with her here within the last six months to a year, but um, I think that might have been for health reasons. But uh, what an incredible lady, much like uh, Luke's dad, Dan, who was an incredible human being as well. Um, I think we all learned a lot from them over the years. And um, I will say that uh, Sharon used to take good care of us when we would <clears throat> excuse me, travel to Laker football games on the road. She would fix us up with uh, uh, some travel and treats. doesn't make any difference what they were. She always took good care of us and made sure we had something in our bellies because she knew uh, that uh, some of the trips were a little longer than others, and maybe we didn't get a chance to stop right away. But um, incredible lady, and um, I was blessed to know her, lucky to know her, and uh, she will certainly be missed. So um, I believe if I read correctly, uh, they are going to have visitation at 1 o'clock at St. Anthony's Catholic Church, and then the um, Mass will follow at 3 o'clock. So Sharon is with her husband Dan now and um, uh, for all of you folks that knew her and Dan you know it's uh, they were like a, a great combination but uh, she will certainly be missed and uh, we send our thoughts and our prayers condolences and everything out to uh, the Hagedorn family all of them family and friends so uh, thank you Sharon thank you for all the good times 8.14 is our time. Let's uh, take a moment and find out what uh, kind of shape she is in here this morning. The Rough and Tumble, Mindy Sales, our, uh, our, our community events director, who is uh, not just happy doing things the good old-fashioned way. Um, she's got to get, you know, in, in the middle of stuff and it ends up taking a tumble and hurts herself, but... Maybe she can get on here with us this morning and talk a little bit about uh, what's going on. First and foremost, how are you feeling this morning? Uh, I'm in pain, but I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I'm hanging in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so silly. I feel like, I mean, uh, I was just, I was getting hay for one of the horses, and right. I literally, oh, one of the little hay um, strings that make put the bale together, uh -huh. I literally just tripped over it. It was attached somehow to my golf cart Wow! and I tripped and I totally face planted. Thank you, Lord. Ouch. I had that hay in my hand that yeah. I was taking to the horse and uh, my face landed in the hay, not on the ground, or I seriously probably would have a broken nose. I mean, I literally didn't have time to brace myself. Oh my gosh. I told Todd, I wish we had cameras in the barn because that probably would have been a, a pretty funny view. But I, um, when I went down, um, I laid there for a minute to make sure I was still alive, and I was. Um, I, my shoulder is hurting, so I think I've done something to my rotator cuff. So I'm on my way to the doctor this morning, and I have no idea what's going to happen. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate you toughing it out. I appreciate you toughing it out and joining us this morning. I mean, I know, good golly, you know, you've had, you've had some uh, 
some pretty interesting experiences in your life, but this has got to rank right up there with, uh, oh, I guess, we, I don't know about you, but, you know, I still fall down. I still run into things. I have bumps and bruises on my body that I can't explain because I never really, I, I went through my teen years, but I never graduated from the clumsy phase. I was always, I, I've always been clumsy from from about the time I was born um, because uh, my father dropped me when I was a kid. You know, he, he picked me up and he, he was so big and, and I was so tiny and he just dropped me one time. You know, didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't like he, you know, like when you see him score a touchdown and they spike the ball. It wasn't anything like that. And and then I rolled off the I, I rolled off the bassinet when I was a kid onto the wood floor. Um, gosh, I, I've had. Well, that's just, just all starting to make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you talk about the, the the trauma to my my head. Um, so you know, I've broken arms and bones and fingers and toes and, um, yeah, but uh, but but I, and and you know. Good Lord willing, and the river don't rise. I hopefully won't have any more issues or problems uh, along those lines. I mean, I know my knees are bad, but I've known that for years. And uh, my mom always jokes with me that you know I'm probably going to end up getting a hip replacement sometime soon, since she did. Um, but that's about it. So you're on the mend. You're going to go see the doctor. Um, but it's, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. You, you've got such a good family. I'm sure everybody rallied around to take care of mom for a change because mom's always running around like a chicken with her head cut off to uh, to get everybody where they're going. Well, Todd took good care of me last night. My kids were off um, with friends, so they kind of ditched me. But it was fine. They didn't even know about it. I didn't tell anybody about it. I didn't. It's true. My yeah. kids kind of ditched uh, me. So I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, oh. it was fine. I mean, I literally just sat in the recliner all day and all evening. Right. But, um, yeah, they did, and it's okay. So I, um, uh, I, and honestly, I didn't tell anybody about it because Todd, I know, would worry like crazy. And so I didn't even tell him until he got home from work. And Anyway, it's, all, it's going to be fine. But I, I, I've never had, like, I've had pain. Like, I've had done things. I've broken an elbow. Right. Those sort of things. I've never had shoulder pain in my life, and it is awful. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, because there's a lot of things you don't realize when when you move around. I mean, you know, you you move your arm, and so you've got issues with your neck, and you've got issues with that arm, and, uh, you know, a a lot of different things surrounding it. I mean, we don't realize how much we use our our arms and our shoulders until, uh, you know, you fall and hurt yourself. Yeah, and trip like a dork on a little blue piece of string. Well, yes, that's correct. Well, you, you, know. it, well, you and describe... I, I honestly, I go ahead. I'm not graceful. Like I am not graceful. In mm-hmm. fact, when I was a kid, my mom had me take a class called White Gloves and Party Manners oh, that taught you how to be <laughs> graceful. I'm serious. <laughs> White in gloves fact, and I party just found a book from it. <laughs> yep. White gloves. I'm and... gonna have to bring the book on one time. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, that's definitely a must. That now, yeah, you you've definitely you've definitely piqued my curiosity. White gloves and party manners. Wow. Did it talk about making sure you eat with yeah, the pinky, the pinky sticking up there, and all that good you know, um, stuff? No, 
I didn't know, but it is like, I, it, you will laugh hysterically. It is, it is pretty crazy. And it's, I mean, about how to just all this stuff, like where your white Mary jeans need to be, um, you know, before or after Memorial Day. And you can wear little socks with them when you go to a party. And I mean, it's, it's hilarious. Um, but clearly it, it didn't pan out because I'm still not graceful. So. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you're alive to tell about it. That's the most important thing, and that uh, you'll, you'll get to the right. doctor and get it looked at, and uh, then they'll do whatever they need to do for you. Hopefully, it's something simple. It's not you know anything major that's going to require surgery or anything like that. But man, oh man, it's uh, you know it's a, you, you live a pretty rough life, and I mean with all those animals, it's amazing. You know, uh, any number of things could have happened. You could have been trampled by horses. You could have been attacked by cats. You could have been attacked by right. dogs. You could have been attacked by ducks. You could have been attacked by whatever yeah. else is out there. But you tripped and fell. Guinea pig. Guinea, oh, that's right. <laughs> Attack of the guinea pig. How many of those do you have? Just one or, right. or more? Just one. Just well, one. Well, I, I, I would hope yeah. that, that you I, know one guinea pig would not be able to take down a human being, but you never know in this day and age. Well, that's true, but I mean, I, I just, yeah, there are many options that could have happened to me, and what happened is so just, like, embarrassing. I'm like, a little a little blue string, but, yeah, it sure did a number on me, so we'll get well, we you? shall see what the doctor says. And just take it easy, and remind your kids that, you know, when, when mom's not able to, you know, do all the things that mom's normally able to do, uh, they need to step up, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I will. I will. I will remind them. And I was going to, to send them out a text yesterday to tell them that <laughs> right. they're going to have to help mom out more. I see. But I, I see. forgot to do it. So I'll have to do it this morning. Oh, well. Well, hey, you know what? Anyway. I'm just glad you're here to uh, join us this morning and talk about uh, some community events going on. Do you have anybody lined up for Thoughtful Thursday? Yes, I do. I do. I'm just so, yeah, I do. I'm going to talk about Phyllis and Blake Waterhouse. Um, I, I saw something about some stuff that they do, um, on, um, Facebook. And I, so I reached out to them and they are just amazing people have been, they pick up trash on EE, um, which for those of you that don't, that aren't on the West side, it's kind of, um, it's right off of seven North, um, and right past like tricks in those places. And EE has a lot of resorts and stuff, but there are residential homes down there. And, um, they these these two have been picking up trash on EE for a long time. Right. They've had a place on EE for tw- 25 years. They had a little house on Boot Drive and were weekenders for 20 years. Um, then in um, 2017, Blake retired, and they just one their plan was to stay in their own little house and kind of mind their own business and stuff. But then a house came available on Jeans Point, and they have they they moved in there and have been full time since then. So the EE Resort Association gets together to do a spring cleanup every year, but they didn't do it in 2021 because of COVID. And so Phyllis and Blake decided they were going to continue on the cleaning. So she said, we are a team and we've been together for 34 years. Um, And so she said that her parents um, taught her to clean up after yourself. You put things away. It's your personal responsibility. And she said, you know, she feels like, we need to kind of come back to that where it is, you need to clean up after yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Um, her parents thought you don't deserve anything. If you work for it and pay for it out of your own pocket, then it's yours. Um, there, her dad owned a hardware store, and she started working after school at age 13. In the, and this was in St. Louis. In the 1970s, um, they would leave on Sundays. They would come down to the lake until Friday, and then they would be, go back so that um, they were ready for Saturday sales, which was a huge thing at, the, at their hardware store. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they never left anything out. They put their things away. Her parents are very clean, and the kids were too. And she said, you know, people just throw a grocery bag in your truck and put your trash in there and throw it away, you know. She said her mom didn't go past eighth grade because of depression, because of the depression, and she had to work um, on the farm, and that's just what she did. Um, Blake's dad was an engineer for Chrysler, and he loved machines and mechanics from his dad, so his dad taught him right from wrong. He said his mom was a disciplinarian, and if he got it, he or anybody got in trouble, she would literally take a switch from the maple tree, and that's what she did. Um, his, she said, he said his dad was a straight shooter and he hung around with his, uh, dad a lot. He and his dad were two peas in a pod and, um, his dad was in the Navy during world war two and Blake joined after high school and was, um, from 1972 to 74, he was a boiler technician, dirt class down in the heart of the ship. Um, he was really proud of that. They said, that when they go out and, and do their little walking, uh, they said they don't go out when the weeds are high and the ticks are out. But so they'd always do in the spring and a late fall cleanup. They said this last, this last Friday, um, they were out and they picked up a, one of those big blue barrels full of drywall. I mean, I just can't understand why you would just literally just ditch that out, but somebody ditched a big blue barrel full of drywall um, they did, they also were on boot drive, which was where they originally bought their first house. And they just got five big bags of stuff. Um, and then one of, one of the bags was, a um, a lot of cans that they give to dogwood to, uh, recycle. Um, she said, you know, we don't even drink all this stuff that's out there, but we're still out there trying, you know, to make a difference. Mm-hmm. They, I said, what are some strange things you have found out there? She said an electric foot massager. Oh Yeah. Um, and yeah, electric foot massager and then some other personal thing massagers that we shall not name. Um, <laughs> on Friday, they, um, they also, that was graceful, wasn't it? Oh, sure. That was, yeah. Yeah. You did a I good know. job on that one. Though. I know. Was I was awesome. like, I did. I, yeah, thanks. Um, on Friday they picked up car parts. Um, a little car part. She said she assumed they're from accidents, but they're literally left there. And there's a bumper and all sorts of things. She said there's tons of those 99 cent little booze bottles that you can get at the gas station. <laughs> Go figure. Um, plastic water. <laughs> right. Plastic water bottles. Right. Tons of Mountain Dew and energy drinks. And there used to be lots of glass bottles. Right. Um, Friday, she found a plastic container. She thought it was a tackle box, but it was a, a cable charger holder like to hold the you know those charger cables don't gotcha. just dish the whole box out there she said the grossest thing which i agree with are spit bottles she said she cut they come across spit bottles all the time you know where guys use their mountain dew and and spit in there she said it's pretty gross and she said also those 32 ounce cups that you get from the gas station and light bulbs they said they get find lots of light bulbs i don't understand that one either, <laughs> anyway she she said, she said, um, she, she's been on her jet ski and she was, um, 
uh, outright and she saw something in the water kind of near uh, the um, shore. So she went up to it and it was a new lake of the, a brand new lake of the Ozark fleece jacket. Uh, and so she washed it up, cleaned it all up, and, and donated it. Score. And so um, she said, you just never know. You just never know. Right? Score. She said, if everyone would just help out when you want to, you know, when you want to take a walk, just take a trash bag with you. Just take a trash bag and one of those little claws and pick up, pick some stuff up. It really does make a difference. And, you know, they, they don't understand how people have no respect for others or the earth. But she says she's, they're trying to set up, set an example and if it is clean, maybe people will see how clean it is and then keep it clean. She said so many awesome people have re- responded to her Lake Erie Happenings um, post. She did a post about what she had done on the um, on EE. Good for her. And so she said one guy, I know, one guy responded and said he's going to drive out there just to see it. And I thought that was really nice. She was really proud of that. And she said she got called a good American from somebody on uh, that post, and she said that made her feel super cool. Yeah. She says she does, um, she does stop. Um, she people do stop and say thank you to her. And then Earl and Merle, our retired Air Force Colonel Earl is, and if you if you're over in this neck of the woods, everybody knows who Earl and Merle are. And um, he would bring he brings them donuts when they're out doing their thing, so it's pretty nice. Um, they obviously they retired from here. Um, Blake was a heating and air con- had his own heating and air conditioning business, and after they lived in South County in St. Louis um, on most of their lives, they had no kids, but they have three dogs, which are you know like having kids. Um, <laughs> she volunteers now at Sharing the Harvest. She works in the thrift store, um, and uh, she said she was super. They were super busy during the COVID thing because um, the, she also worked in the pantry area. And they would get, you know, food ready for people, about 150 bags. They would get ready each week to people who were coming in to share the harvest and to get things and food. So um, they're staying active down here between cleaning up the trash and they're volunteering. Awesome. Uh, they love it. They love it here. And um, they're just, um, they're just, they're pretty awesome people. I just, uh, th- she was just like, I mean, I could have like sat down lunch with her. She was just chatty Kathy. I loved her. And Blake was as kind as he could be. And I just appreciate what they do because really it does make a difference. I mean, if you go somewhere and you're traveling and you see trash all over, you're like, you know? And so, especially with all the resorts that are down EE, I think it really makes a big difference that um, they do this and that it, you know, makes the, makes the lake look good. I think you're right. Hey, listen, shout out to them for what they do. Let me, let me jump in here real quick. You want to hold on with us or you got to go or. Because I got to jump Absolutely. in. I, I, no, I, I'll hold on. You hold on, and I'm going to get into our our news break here, and we'll come back and and uh, kind of wrap up our conversation about these two amazing people that are doing incredible things at the Lake of the Ozarks. And if you don't think picking up trash is incredible uh, for living here at the Lake of the Ozarks, uh, then you need to get out there and take a look around because I've got another uh, I've got another area. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about something that I saw as we were out filming last week with Bill Mulder at a place called Lover's Leap. Lover's Leap, which is over, I guess, about the 31-mile mark or so, uh, 30, 31, 32, somewhere in there. Uh, It's actually private property, but people still go up there because of an incredible view and some things I saw and then some people we ran into while we were there along those very same lines. And also, we're going to celebrate... uh, we're going to celebrate Mindy here a little bit today, a little bit more with something that she went through a while back that uh, saved her life. 
And uh, we'll talk about that uh, coming up on the other side of our information break. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source, and Chris Schneider with Lake TV. A check of news, a check of sports, and then more with Mindy Sales, our community events director here on The Daily Show and Key Radio, plus Danny Ellison coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, and Les Larson from the Camden County Republican Club. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 10th. Liam Baum and local realtor accused of conspiracy to murder appeared in court yesterday for a pretrial conference. No new evidence was introduced, but Bauman did announce a change of lawyers. She replaced Simon Fawzi and Dean Price Jr. with Jefferson City lawyer Dan Dotson. Bauman's trial is set to begin on Monday, May 23rd. It's St. Patrick's weekend, and that means parades on the land and on water. The on-land parade goes down Bagnell Dam Boulevard at 1 o'clock on Saturday. For boaters, the annual water parade begins with breakfast to Captain Ron's at 8 in the morning. Both promise to be a great time for St. Pat's weekend. Formerly known as the Short Bus Shuffle, the St. Pat's Pub Crawl is back this weekend. The Pub Crawl takes place on the west side, and full-size buses will take participants to and from all stops. This year's Pub Crawl includes 12 stops and 5 lodging establishments. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and fobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops, the Mizzou Tigers won their first round SEC tournament game yesterday, beating Old Miss, so they advanced to take on the number five seed LSU today. That is scheduled to tip off early afternoon. Mizzou lost to LSU by 20 points just two weeks ago, so they'll need a big turnaround to get that done today. MSU Bears season is done until they find out where they're going in postseason play. They lost in the semifinals of the Valley Tournament last weekend, so they are either headed to the big dance, the NCAA Tournament, or the NIT Tournament. Uh, MSU with a 23-10 record, so they had a really good season. Local high school basketball teams are done for the year. Really good season for the Versailles boys. They finish 20-10, Osage 15-12, California 19-6, Eldon was 7-19, Kansas Camdenton 3-22. Max Creek girls had a great season. They were 23-3. Look out for that team the next few years. On the ice today, the uh, St. Louis Blues will be busy at home. Tonight against the Rangers, the Blues looking to break a four-game losing skid. NFL News, Aaron Rodgers says he will be back with the Packers. He was thinking about leaving, but the Packers have offered him a big deal to stay. So Rodgers, who is 38 now, 
and the two-time reigning NFL MVP will be staying in Green Bay for a while. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. Kevin KB Burns and Lake TV. You can see his show at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV with five local lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. You'll leave inspired and equipped. The night before, CWA will hold their pastor-to-pastor dinner, leading in today's culture. Learn what churches can legally do to bring biblical values to all areas of influence and lead your congregation in these difficult times. There's no cost to pastors. RSVP on Eventbrite. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Share your thoughts, ideas, and skills maybe even a talent, on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3 The Key. And welcome back at 838. We are at 29 degrees, and uh, we were expecting maybe a little bit of snow today. It's not really doing much uh, as far as uh, here in Osage Beach. Excuse me, maybe a little something-something in your neck of the woods. But uh, overall, we're expecting a high today of around 40 degrees, 40 degrees for the high. We might see some flurries, uh, 23 for the overnight low. They're talking uh, possibly one to three inches now. They've updated the forecast. One to three inches of snow expected overnight. Uh, We have a winter uh, weather advisory that goes in effect 6 o'clock tonight until 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Get your bread, get your eggs, get your milk, get everything you need, and then hunker down. Uh, Looking for uh, more snow tomorrow, less than an inch of accumulation, and so... Uh, really, I guess we're somewhere in that uh, one to three, two to four inch range that they were talking about. I don't think anybody really knows. I think uh, when you wake up in the morning and you see snow on the ground, uh, what you've got is what you've got. And that's uh, the name of that uh, tune right there. 34 for the high tomorrow, low of 10 above. 35 on uh, the big day. We've got lots going on around the Lake of the Ozarks area. Uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Lake Ozark. The Parade on the Water. Uh, over on the west side, they've got uh, the uh, they've renamed it now. It's not it's no longer the short bus shuffle. It is the uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's kind of like a pub crawl, is what it is. But it's a lot of fun, and they transport you around on short buses. Thirty five, the high on Saturday, and then we'll shake it all off. I don't see thirty degree weather. Let's see here. 
as far as highs and really lows for about the next uh, week. 58 the high on Sunday, 62 on Monday, 64 on Tuesday. Winter weather on uh, Wednesday the 16th, how about a high of 73? 75 on Thursday, 62 the expected high on Friday, 65 on Saturday, 67 on Sunday, 71 next Monday, and, and it just you know keeps kind of bouncing around from there, but really not a whole lot, maybe some rain uh, toward the end of next week. But uh, really, we're looking good. We are looking good in the neighborhood. But uh, again, just remember, winter weather advisory, 6 o'clock tonight until 3 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, Again, uh, the possibility of about 1 to 3 inches uh, of snow tomorrow, or actually tonight, and then uh, just maybe less than an inch of accumulation tomorrow. So set the table accordingly, and uh, we'll we'll try to help you out there a little bit as far as the uh, radar and what we're seeing now. Uh, again, basically uh, just a little bit of snow moving through the area. Most of it, uh, I guess, just passing overhead and not really causing uh, too many problems for us here in the Tri-County region, Miller, Morgan, Camden counties. And at 841, I want to take a moment and uh, tell our wonderful community events director that today is, uh, from what I'm reading, Mindy Sales, it is uh, National... Uh, or, I'm sorry, it's World Kidney Day. It's uh, celebrated on March the 10th to raise awareness about the various kidney diseases that exist and how they can affect one's life. The human body requires a one a kidney to function properly, and without a healthy one, even the simplest of tasks become a dire task. As a result, hundreds of events are held around the world on this day to raise awareness about kidney health. This includes things like public screenings, seminars, and marathons, among other things. The goal is to raise awareness about kidney health and how people can live a long and disease-free life. And I would also say, maybe not a bad day to uh, consider becoming an organ donor. What do you think, Mindy? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. I mean, even after I had my transplant, I had many people say to me, you know, I really wasn't an organ donor. I didn't, you know, it made me nervous, um, different reasons. And I had so many people tell me after they, you know, went through my experience with me that they became organ donors. It is so important. Right. I mean, literally, I mean, it's just 700,000 people are waiting for a kidney. And, you know, literally, um, you know, that could be eradicated if, you know, people were donors. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's amazing. And, um, you know, it's a pretty awesome thing. And when, when the, 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 the guy that the guy that passed away that gave me his kidney he was 27 at the time um, he was he was in a car accident but his parents say to me all the time um, you know we get up every morning with a sick pit in our stomach because our son's gone the only thing that gets us out of our bed is knowing he saved your life and so they just feel it was so important to them that they were able you know to Blake was able to save many people's lives and so um, even though it's the worst imaginable thing ever to lose, you know, a, tw- a your child, um, they feel like, you know, he's still, he's still doing, he's still here. He's, you know, he's doing good, right. um, um, doing good things. So yeah, it's pretty amazing. Do we have any, uh, anything else we'd like to talk about our, our, our amazing couple that are out there busy picking up trash. And, and I wanted to add to something here just real quick. 
you, you, you talk about people picking up trash and, and keeping the lake uh, looking good for years, and I guess it's nice to know I think they're going to get things back underway with the shoreline cleanup this year. But um, I was out on, what was it, Thursday of last week, and I was with Bill Mulder, and Bill and I were uh, shooting a feature for Lake TV, and, and we've got a feature called On the Trail, and we, we go to various places. We've been to the Decaturville Crater, and we've been to the uh, Camden County Museum, and we've been to all kinds of cool places. And last week, we visited a place called Lover's Leap, and it's up, uh, if you don't know where it's at, it's off of Pier 31. It's actually private property. And so in order for us to get up there, we had to get permission, and Bill did that. And the property is owned by a lady, but the view on Lover's Leap, I don't know if you've ever seen it, is just incredible. You get a, a straight shot right down uh, right down the uh, the channel there, coming off the main channel as you come around the corner, and you can see uh, the Hurricane Deck Bridge. And then if you look uh, to about maybe your... You're 9 o'clock or so, nine ten o'clock right there. You can see the Niangua Bridge, and you can see all these beautiful, all of this beauty, all of this scenery, and, and what an incredible place. But when we went out there, I, I noticed that the rocks had been all spray-painted by people. Uh, there's trash, there's garbage everywhere, because people go out there, and I don't know if they realize they're on private property or not. They probably do, but nobody really comes over there and, and enforces that rule. Uh, and, and when we went out there, we ran into three young men that uh, were out there, we'll just say, enjoying the day. Um, I think we scared the daylights out of them when we showed up. But anyway, the point was, is there is garbage, there is trash in every direction, all over the place. And so I encourage people, if you're going to go out to Lover's Leap and you're going to trespass on private property, at least take a trash bag and pick up some of that garbage because that might get you out of trouble if the cops do end up showing up one day. So there were these three guys there, and we were, you know, they were real nice, and, and we went over and explained what we were doing, and they moved their vehicle out of the way so we could, uh, you know, film uh, the segment for, for the show. And when we were done... You know, we said, well, okay, thanks, guys. We appreciate you, you know, helping us out and everything. And I just kind of off the cuff said, hey, why don't you guys pick up some of this trash around here? And so lo and behold, one of the kids pulls a trash bag out of the truck they were in, and they started picking up trash. And I thought, man, I don't know how much they're going to pick up because we didn't stick around to find out. But I thought that was pretty cool of them, you know. And, um, you know, that's that's what it takes. It's all it takes. And, and as you mentioned you know, you can take a big bag, you can take a little bag, but every little bit of trash that you pick up is one less piece of trash on the ground and make sure that, you know, some people like to separate the recyclables. You know, you got your aluminum cans, you got your plastic bottles, you got your plastic bags, and then you've got your general waste. Um, some people like to burn it, and I guess that's okay in certain areas, but you can't do that every place. Uh, however, you know, it, it doesn't take a whole lot, and if this couple, if these two people can find time in their schedule to do something to make the lake a better-looking place, well, then, by golly, I think we can all bend our backs in most cases. Maybe not you so much today and tomorrow and maybe for the next week or so, Mindy, but <laughs> I, think, I think that if we all make a concerted effort to at least honor these people by picking up some trash this week, because I cannot tell you countless times, and I even talked to Bob Lynch about this, about how many times people used to call me and still talk to me about it when they see me, 
about all the trash that they see along the side of the road. And, you know, you've got the uh, incarcerated groups that come out, and they, they, you know, they've got them picking up trash up and down the road, which is great to see. And, you know, I guess I don't know if they get a little time knocked off for, for doing that or how that works, but, you know, the incarcerated folks are out there, you know, picking up the trash. And you can adopt a highway, and uh, you can adopt a shoreline. So there are plenty of opportunities to uh, show your support for what this couple is doing. And, and I think it would be just a great thing to, you know, to honor them a little bit by picking up trash. And, and you know, we're not obviously tying them to trash or anything, but just saying they're willing to bend their backs or bend their knees or do whatever they need to do because they appreciate and love living here at the lake. Why can't we all just uh, pick up a little trash once in a while? It, it doesn't really take a whole lot of effort or a whole lot of time, and you can do it at your leisure. Um, I know when we go out to, uh, we've been out to Haha Tonka in the years past, and we always used to take a couple of you know plastic bags with us, and we'd find some bottles or cans or various other things along the trail. And like you mentioned earlier, when they were talking about some of the things that they found, when we were out at Lover's Lake, I was surprised of a couple of things that we didn't find out there. But anyway, point being is just bend your backs, pick up some trash, and, and make the lake a, a better-looking place because every little bit helps. You're absolutely right. And even when I was a kid, I mean, my dad was uh, – we, we would pick up – we picked up trash. I mean, we did, and we always had a bag with us. If we went somewhere, we're doing something. But when we were on the water – if we um, drove by, my dad and I, you know, we, we were very close. And so he would, we'd drive by something, uh, and then we'd turn around, we'd go back, I'd lean over the side of our boat, and I, we'd pick it up. I mean, it was every time we saw anything. He was adamant about keeping things, you know, um, you know clean. And right. that includes, right. you know, your water, your, all that stuff. And, and I appreciated that he, that he really showed, you know, that how important it was. Right. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's just that simple. Not not a whole lot involved in doing it. No, not at all. And it's, it's something like I said. You know, like you said, it's, it's even if you just when you have your car, when you're in your car, put stuff in the have a little trash can, or when you go to the gas station, put your stuff in the trash there. But for the love of God, don't chuck it out of your car. I it, it was funny because I was driving uh, last. When when was it? Was it last week? Yeah, I was in Osage Beach doing something, and um, I was coming home, and I got on the highway, and there was a guy about two cars in front of me. We were getting on there right around uh, where you go down, let's say you exit Walmart, and you want to get on 54 to go west. And I saw his window come mm -hmm. down, and I saw a little smoke coming out of the window, so I figured he was smoking cigarette, and then I saw a piece of plastic. And it's like, dude, you got to be kidding me, man. And I, I drove by him, and, and I did. I kind of gave him a dirty look. It's like, come on, man. You couldn't have uh, waited and thrown that in a trash can somewhere, dude. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. And, and I will say in most cases, Mindy, people are proud of where they live. And, you know, appearance is, is, is huge. And so we like to, you know, when visitors come to the area, we like to have an area that looks nice and clean. And there are a lot of people much like the couple we've talked about this morning that, you know, are, are, are dedicated to uh, to trying to do what they can to, to, to help out. And I think that's, I, I just think that's awesome. I mean, who really, you know, when you get up in the morning and you're planning your day, who really, and, and maybe there are people like this and I just have never met them, 
But who in the world says, well, today is a day I'm going to, you know, today's trash day. We're going to get a trash bag. We're going to go around the neighborhood. We're going to go around the area. We're going to go up and down the road, whatever. Um, I know um, probably the county and the state don't necessarily appreciate, you know, or don't want people going up and down the road for safety reasons unless they've adopted the highway and they've got the vests and all that other stuff. But good Lord, you know, you can bend your back and pick up some trash and just be done with it. Just be done with it. I, I totally agree. And God love the people that adopt the highways. Yeah. You know, um, Cassie and who's Cassie's cousin that goes with her having a mental break? Do you well, it's, it's the, the, the Christmas Cassie, tree girls. Yes, Cassie. Let's see here. I can't remember Cassie. I'm going to find it because it's going to drive me nuts. And Kara. Cassie, Cassie yeah. and Kara, you know, they've got a they've got a long stretch of road but they go and they're the most joyful happy people and they go and do it they've adopted this highway and uh out here on highway five um in between uh, i guess greenview and camden 10 uh-huh. and god love them they're yeah. out there and they do so many great things and are picking up and looks beautiful and i just think it matters i think it matters when we have people oh. come into town and there's junk all over the road or it's all nice and clean i mean i think it matters so and- um, definitely be able to help out. And think about the exercise. I mean, if you look at Cassie and Kara, those gals are in pretty good shape. Looks like they've been, you know, getting out there and stretching their legs and doing what's necessary. It's it's great exercise to walk up and down. And, uh, you know, when when you're counting your steps, I don't know if, if you count steps. I, I, I kind of started doing that a little bit because I've got that feature on my phone where as long as I have it in my pocket or whenever I can walk around and it'll count my steps. And if I'm going up and down the stairs and things like that, it's actually pretty cool, and, 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 and again, you get a little bit of exercise in there, too. So uh, the benefits are plentiful, shall we say. Absolutely. I think so. And I'm just, uh, I think, and honestly, KB, you know, I've done other um, Feel Good Fridays or Stopple Thursdays about, um, there was another gentleman on O Road who took care of his whole neighborhood association. They had a neighborhood, a long cul-de-sac, and he was out there. Um, he walks every day, and he takes his little, you know, hand those little things are and the little gripper and he takes his bag and he goes out every day and does that and uh you know i mean he's walking he's like well i might as well do it anyway yeah yeah. so yeah just just think about it when you're out and about and uh you know keep uh keep the lake beautiful that's the key that's certainly the key you know get your exercise and, and, and do what you can do and stretch your legs and all that good stuff uh, do you have any events that you would like to talk about? I know we've got about, uh, we got about five minutes or so here. Uh, if you wanted to uh, rattle off some uh, events, some things that are going on, uh, this weekend, I think we know about, uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade in Lake Ozark, uh, the water parade on the west side, uh, the Lake of the Ozarks pub crawl, or <clears throat> sorry, the St. Patrick's Day pub crawl, I guess is what they call it now over on the west side as well. It used to be the short bus shuffle. But, uh, yeah, there's, you know, and, and I would imagine there are probably a few other things going on, places serving up the corned beef and cabbage and uh, the potatoes. But if you're going to serve up corned beef and cabbage, please, folks, don't let it sit there and soak in the water. I mean, there's nothing nastier than getting corned beef and cabbage that's been soaking for two or three hours. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, my dad loved corned beef and cabbage, and my mom would make it, and I swear I'd come in the house and gag. I'm sorry. Is the smell is the worst smell ever? Oh no, it's but, not. So I'm going to trust your. Um, you're you're oh. German. You're German, but I'm Irish, 
And uh, we love our corned beef and cabbage, man. I can't get enough of it. And if it's cooked properly, that's the key to it because a a lot of people just throw it in the pot and boil it, and that's the end of it. But there's other more effective ways to do it that enhances the taste and will certainly enhance the aroma. And make sure you've got some horseradish sauce on the side. Some people do straight horseradish. Other people do horseradish sauce. But um, you got to have that to go along with it because it really complements the taste and the flavor. Well, I will say I'm a huge horseradish fan. So I could I could eat it on anything, but not. Oh, that's awesome! On my corned beef and cabbage. That's awesome. You like it? On um, your, you like it on your prime well, rib? Well, you you. Oh my God, I do. You're so right. That's <laughs> the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you mentioned a lot of the things going on, but I did want to uh, mention also that next Saturday the 19th um starting at five o'clock the missouri forgive me not horse rescue and sanctuary is going to be having a chili cook-off outstanding uh so we've got um i know we've got 10 people lined up to cook chili and you'll be able to vote on your favorite chili and um hang out with horses and dogs and cats and sheep and goats and whatever else you know (laughs) pops up uh out there yeah. Just like going over, like just like going over to Mindy's know. house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. We were oh, we were so outside. Awesome. The, Tom, the, Tom, the girls were out back last night or two nights ago, and they're like, "Hey, look, there's a new cat here." Oh, somehow <laughs> I don't know where this. We have a new cat that came. Oh, so I guess we're at fifty-one animals now. But that's great. Uh, no, that is time. so cool. But, uh, yeah. Um, if the horse rescue thing's awesome, you know, it's really a, it's a great thing. You can come and see our new facility, which is absolutely amazing. And, uh, as always, you know, we're continuing to work to save horses every day. And, yeah. um, so if you can come out and support that, it'd be awesome. That'd be a fun time. Give us all the particulars on um, this again, when and where and how and why and. Okay. So, uh, it is out at the Missouri Forget Me Not Horse Rescue and Sanctuary on March 19th at five o'clock. Uh, so, um, if you enter it into, if you enter, I, the address is different for the building than it, but because the building's so new, a lot of GPSs, you can't find it. So we just enter, um, one zero two five heritage road, right. Lynn Creek on your map and it'll take you right to it. One zero two five heritage road. Lynn Creek. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And we'll have, uh, we have 10 different chilies and, uh, we have of course sides and then of course homemade desserts. Uh, so it'll be just a good time. And like I said, you know, we're going to have a kid. If you have kids, bring your kiddos out. It's $10 a person to come in. Um, and we're going to, yeah, kiddos can come and hang out with the horses, pet horses, uh, goats, sheep, you know, dogs, cats, all that. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's just going to be a, a good time. Awesome. Well, Mindy, you listen. Should, you should come, baby. I am seriously thinking about it because I love chili. Um and it could give my wife and I some maybe some new ideas for chili. Uh, I you know I like to I like to get a little involved with my chili. My wife just kind of likes to keep it you know the basic stuff. But she's been getting a little creative here in the last couple of years, throwing uh, this that and the other thing in the pot with the chili. So it, it's starting to kind of pan out a little bit. But listen, get to the doctor, get yourself uh, looked at, and uh, get uh, on the mend. And we will definitely look forward to talking with you next Thursday. That sounds great. Look forward to it. I love you. And uh, hi to Todd and, and uh, everybody over there and, and all 51 animals at the sales ranch somewhere. 
somewhere <laughs> close to Greenview, and that's all that's all we're going to tell them right now. And that great chili cook-off coming up next next Saturday, the nineteenth, one zero two five Heritage Road. Is that correct? You are correct, KB. And it starts at five o'clock. Ten bucks per person. Get out there and support that uh, great work that they do at that beautiful facility. All right, Mindy, take good care of yourself, sweetheart, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, KB. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think I might have given Les Larson the wrong time. I, I might have said uh, 840. Let's, let's pull him on. He might still be here with us. Les, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, listen, uh, can you call me back? I, I think I might have given you the wrong time, sir, and I apologize for that. Are you available at 940 this morning? I, I think I might have said 840. I, I meant 940. Are you still available? Yeah, you did You did say 840. Well, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can call you back at 940. I'm okay. so sorry, and, no and I'll, I'll look forward to hearing from you then. Les Larson will join us at 940 okay. this morning. Thank you, sir. And that uh, was, was my boo-boo, my mistake, my bad. But uh, we need to uh, take a, uh, a moment or two and collect our thoughts here. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Danny Ellison on the other side of our information break here at the top of the hour on 89.3 KUYK Osage Beach, Missouri. Uh, it is also KeyRadio.live and free apps for your Android and your iPhone. And go where you go to get your apps for Androids, for iPhones, and simply type in uh, Key Radio KEYK. <laughs> The Lake of the Ozarks' only community radio station. That's right, you've got a hand in it, Lake of the Ozarks. 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 10th. Liam Baum and local realtor accused of conspiracy to murder appeared in court yesterday for a pre-trial conference. No new evidence was introduced, but Bauman did announce a change of lawyers. She replaced Simon Fawzi and Dean Price Jr. with Jefferson City lawyer Dan Dotson. Bauman's trial is set to begin on Monday, May 23rd. It's St. Patrick's weekend, and that means parades on the land and on water. The on-land parade goes down Bagnell Dam Boulevard at 1 o'clock on Saturday. For boaters, the annual water parade begins with breakfast to Captain Ron's at 8 in the morning. Both promise to be a great time for St. Pat's weekend. Formerly known as the Short Bus Shuffle, the St. Pat's Pub Crawl is back this weekend. The Pub Crawl takes place on the west side, and full-size buses will take participants to and from all stops. This year's Pub Crawl includes 12 stops and 5 lodging establishments. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from LakeExpo.com. LakeExpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. I'm 
Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops, the Mizzou Tigers won their first round SEC tournament game yesterday, beating Ole Miss, so they advanced to take on the number five seed LSU today. That is scheduled to tip off early afternoon. Mizzou lost to LSU by 20 points just two weeks ago, so they'll need a big turnaround to get that done today. MSU Bears season is done until they find out where they're going in postseason play. They lost in the semifinals of the Valley Tournament last weekend, so they are either headed to the big dance, the NCAA Tournament, or the NIT Tournament, uh, MSU with a 23-10 and record, so they had a really good season. Local high school basketball teams are done for the year. Really good season for the Versailles boys. They finish 20-10, and Osage 15-12, and California 19-6, and Eldon was 7-19, and Camdenton 3-22. and Max Creek girls had a great season. They were 23-3. and Look out for that team the next few years. On the ice today the uh, st louis blues will be busy at home tonight against the rangers the blues looking to break a four game losing skid nfl news aaron Rodgers says he will be back with the packers he was thinking about leaving but the packers have offered him a big deal to stay so rogers who is 38 now and the two-time reigning nfl mvp will be staying in green bay for a while hey you got to check out kb on TV. That's right. Kevin K.B. Burns and Lake TV. You can see his show at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV with five local Lake area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part through the generosity of our underwriters, like Victoria Station. Everyone at Victoria Station is excited about the new season. It's a chance to see their friends and show off some new products. Misty Atkinson talks about what they've done to enhance your shopping experience at Victoria Station. We're looking for new products, looking for new categories, new information on new categories, new colors, new design, just something unique, something we've not seen, something we've not had in our product mix. So we bought a lot of things we think will look great with what we've already been doing. We added to our nautical product mix. We added to our nautical artwork and furniture and accessories, Uh, but we were looking for something unique and, and different. We're still located at 5465 Osage Beach Parkway, just off the Case Road exit. And the best way to find us online is on Facebook at Victoria Station. We are open daily 930 to 530. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children. A battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page.
thought-provoking radio that offers you the opportunity to become engaged in the process. 89.3, the key. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks. Are you kidding me? Any day, every day is a beautiful day at the Lake of the Ozarks. We're so fortunate to live in this uh, this little piece of God's green earth and enjoy the things that we get to enjoy. And Sure, it's uh, 30 degrees on this, uh, what uh, is this, the 10th day of March, 2022. But I got to tell you, folks, it is very enjoyable. And uh, knowing that we live where we live and all the good things that are going to be coming down the uh, pike here very, very shortly. Um, I wanted to take a minute and remind everyone that uh, last year I didn't get to get mom on the air because it was, I believe, about a year ago today that I flew the coop at the other place. And in doing so, uh, I cut mom short by about a day. So tomorrow we will have the rare opportunity, because she doesn't make many public appearances anymore, and she really didn't make a whole lot of public appearances uh, in the past, but uh, my mother, Elise Audrey Burns, will be on The Daily Show tomorrow morning at 810 uh, we want to celebrate Mom's 87th birthday, and we normally do so where she provides us with uh, all kinds of nuggets of knowledge. And uh, looking forward to that. Looking forward to having Mom on the program, and uh, certainly it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be huge. It always is when Mom shows up, and uh, she's making her triumphant return to the uh, airwaves tomorrow morning at 8:10. My mom on the show as we celebrate her 87th birthday, which will be tomorrow, by the way. Mom will be 87 years old. Uh, 30 degrees is where we are. Looks like we're going to hit a high somewhere around uh, 40 degrees before it's all said and done. We could see some snow tonight. Things are going to drop down to right around 23 degrees for the overnight low. We'll see some accumulation possibly in the neighborhood of about 1 to 3 inches. Winter weather advisory goes into effect uh, this evening at 6, runs until 3 o'clock tomorrow. 34 the high tomorrow, 10 above for the overnight low. And then guess what? Uh, maybe a little bit more snow, but uh, they're only calling for about uh, less than an inch tomorrow. For all the festivities on uh, Saturday and this weekend, we'll hit a high of 35 on Saturday. 25 the low, 58 the high on Sunday, 62 on Monday, uh, partly cloudy and 64 on Tuesday, 73 on Wednesday, 75 on Thursday, and then some showers possible on Friday of next week with a high of 62 degrees. Again, we are just finally, hopefully, going to get out from under this and uh, we won't have to worry about it, but don't be surprised if you get a little something-something in the way of some uh, snow before we get uh, out of the month of March, or certainly it is still possible around the beginning of April. 9-11 is our time. 9-11, and he is standing by. <clears throat> I will mention that we've got uh, Les Larson coming up on the program. My bad, Les, if you're listening this morning. I told Les 8.40, I meant 9.40. Sometimes I you know, get my days and hours and weeks and things like that confused. But Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, is joining us here this morning as he does on Thursday mornings, to rant and rave. And, Danny, before I, uh, I turn you loose, number one, good morning to you, sir. It's always great to uh, to have you on the program. But number two, number two, where is is COVID gone? Are we done with COVID? I have not heard about 
cases. I have not heard it about deaths. I have not heard about shots, vaccines, vaccinations. I have not heard about mask mandates. I have heard absolutely nothing about COVID since Russia decided to invade Ukraine. What in the hell? Are we COVID-free? <laughs> Can we walk amongst our our peers, ourselves, wherever, and just let it all hang out like we used to do and just deal with things like the common cold and the flu that rolls around every time this year? Where in the hell is COVID? Where is it at? It's gone. Maybe it's hiding behind a tree. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe it was my birthday present because I turned 60 today. And I know that. And I was uh, waiting for the other shoe to drop so that I could wish you a very happy birthday, sir. I saw that. Happy birthday to you, and you look great for 60 years old, I might add. You know, you still have that uh, youthful glimmer in your eyes and that uh, smile on your face. And as much as you get out and see the country, I think you're in pretty darn good shape. Uh, and so happy 60th birthday to you, my friend. It is, it, 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 it's wonderful to be able to share uh, a portion of the day with you. Well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I've been sitting around here. Uh, trying to get ready to go to work tonight. Uh, I don't. Uh, my birthday is another day to me. I work it. I work it regularly. Uh, but I'm happy to see the world changing and finally come back to some sanity so that we can destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now, so now, what has happened? We've gone. We've gone from COVID, right? We've gone from COVID being stuffed down our throats, literally every day in some way, shape, or form, to to oil and oil prices going through the roof, which we are seeing throughout the country because our our illustrious leader in uh, in Washington D.C. has decided that you know what he wants to boycott our our oil uh, intake from Russia, which is only uh, about three percent, and so he has decided you know we're not going to accept any oil from Russia. And as you can see, you know, it's, 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 hey, it's making a mint for Putin uh, at this point. But gas prices here nearly, now I don't know what you're paying out there in Virginia, but here in Missouri, we're getting close to four bucks a gallon. And I wouldn't be surprised if you drove around certain parts of the state and it was four bucks a gallon. We're paying relatively close to $3.80 in most places around the lake area. Well, here, here's what I'm, I'm going to get into it here. What I what I'm, what I'm watching happening here. Uh, first of all, for all you Trump haters, and I am not a Trumpster, but I am for the United States. And when somebody does something good for the United States, by de facto, I'm for them. There you go. And Trump, before he left, he famously said that. See if I can do it in this Trump voice. Uh, the coronavirus will magically disappear in the future. Well, guess what it did? It magically disappeared in the future. <laughs> Just like he said it would. Just exactly like he said it would. And then I shared this clip the other day. If Joe Biden gets elected into the White House, gas will be five, six, seven dollars a gallon. And guess what gas is? Five, six, seven dollars a gallon. It's four dollars and thirty-four cents here. They have and, and remember now, Joe Biden famously said, I'm for you poor people. I'm not for those rich people. I'm for you poor people. I'm gonna give you tax breaks. And then he raised your taxes. He didn't forgive your student loans. He 
killed the Keystone Pipeline like a good socialist dictator by the stroke of a pen. He didn't allow any future oil sales like a good dictator, again, ruled by his pen, and then claims he is innocent for the rise in the cost of gasoline. The oh, Corona, try to find any headline. Try to find any headline. They don't exist anymore. It just magically disappeared like Trump said it would. Also, we do not... It, it's funny because all these idiots who ruined my life, who destroyed my savings, who prevented me from working, bear no backlash. No backlash for being 100% incorrect. Study after study has proven every single thing they did was wrong. Us people with brains, we knew they were wrong because we're not paranoid, germophobic monks who live like Tony Shalhoub in the TV show where every doorknob must be white, every cart must be white, you can't touch your face, don't get close to me, put your mask on, and live in paranoia of a 99% survivable virus. You can go back and look at my Facebook page from day one of this. I knew it was baloney. Don't forget, they said 2.25 million dead in the United States alone by the summer of 2020. We are three years into it, and there has barely been 6 million deaths worldwide. We have not even reached a million deaths in the United States after three years. Yet we have been shut down. Over 70,000 businesses have been destroyed. We now have a workforce that will not come back to work. We have a debt that has gone up 3 and $4 trillion a year every year since this farce was brought to the United States. And now we've got Russia threatening us with oil, Joe shutting down their pipeline because it is a punishment, and shutting down our pipeline because it's good for us. This man has absolutely destroyed this country in a year and a half, and those 83 million, air quote, people that voted for him have either returned back to their graves, returned <laughs> back to China, or are too embarrassed to admit that they voted for this dunce that we have as president. Uh, I don't know how to follow that up but, uh, other than to say Amen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Where did 83 million people go? If this is the, he's got more votes than any president ever. So if you got more, I remember when Ronald Reagan went into office on a landslide. Everybody was talking about how they voted for Ronald Reagan. Everybody was proud that they voted for Ronald Reagan. Show me anybody who's proud of Biden. <laughs> how do you because like? Because there's nobody. There's. There's nobody who's proud of him. You can't understand. His, his, he, he said the other day, and I can't believe that this isn't front page. If Donald Trump had said this, they'd be calling for congressional hearings and impeachment. He said it when he opened a speech the other day with two guys next to him. Two guys looked like they would uh, uh, beat you up, and one guy looked like he would bomb you. Hmm. He said that in a speech. So if he looked 
had somebody who of Arabic descent and says, looks like somebody who would bomb you. That is one of the most racist things ever said, yet he gets a free pass, much like Trudeau in Canada got a free pass on his black face. The, the governor of Virginia got a pass on his black face. These people can, Joe can say any racist thing he wants. This is, this, what you're watching is a psychological syndrome. Uh, it was Trump hysteria before, now it's Biden hysteria. And the lunatics who are out there washing their carts and not touching stuff and wearing six masks support Biden because they can't understand a thing he says. <laughs> I, uh, I, I again, uh, can only respond with amen. There's, there's really not much I can add to what it is you're saying here this morning because it all makes sense. And, and, and here, if you, I guess maybe it would be nice just to have uh, somebody do the old man on the street. Remember the days of the man on the street and he would come up to you or she, possibly a lady, man, woman on the street, whatever, uh, one of my favorites is Billy on the street, if you know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, uh, but they come up and they stick a microphone in your face and they say to you, uh, oh, uh, so who did you vote for? If, if, if you feel like saying, because you don't have to tell anybody, but if somebody were to say, yeah, I voted for Joe Biden, and then you ask them in detail, how do you think Joe's doing? And much like uh, you're talking about this morning, I don't think we would get a whole lot of positive feedback from people in general. I mean, sure, the guy had 83 million people vote for him, but doesn't he now have one of the lowest approval ratings of any president in U.S. history? I mean, uh, and, and, and his vice president isn't far behind because between the two of them, I honestly don't think there's any real usefulness uh, between the two of them, and, and you look at what she's doing, uh, you know, they say people are bailing out as far as you know, being a, a part of uh, of, of her, uh, I don't know, entourage or whatever the heck you want to call it. But gee whiz, I mean, neither one of them seem like they know what the hell's going on and how to address these situations. And, and, and certainly the United States looks like a, a, a big boob when it comes to how we are handling Russia, where you, you've got people here in the United States that are saying, you know, we're boycotting Russian vodka, and we're not utilizing Russian oil, and we're not going to buy Russian products. And so I guess when this is all over, what, what are we going to go back to business as usual? I, I really have no idea. But certainly the Biden administration is is a lost cause and, and has been for uh, quite some time as we watch this continue to happen with not only oil prices going up, but inflation. My gosh, Danny, I went to the grocery store last weekend. I really didn't think I bought that much. I, I really didn't think I bought that much. And when I looked at the total, when I looked at what I paid, and and we've, we've got a couple of different grocery stores that we shop at, right? So one of them is is called Save-A-Lot. I love shopping at Save-A-Lot. That's one of my favorite places to shop. And uh, uh, there are for a few others. Uh, Deerberg's uh, is, is another place I like to shop. They've got a great product selection and things like that. But, you know, traditionally, you're trying to find the bargains. Traditionally, you're trying to save money. But the bargains don't look like bargains at all anymore. As a matter of fact, when you get the receipt after it's all said and done, holy smokes, you need to sit down 
and uh, loosen your tie a little bit or uh, uh, catch your breath because oil prices on top of inflation is just ridiculous anymore. Well, see, this is what's funny. It's it's one of these things where I've, I've been getting in this argument with a dozen people, and they're all saying the same thing. The president doesn't com- control oil prices. B.S. With a capital B and a capital S, folks. Look, the president of the United States, if he has no, if he has no power, why do we even elect one? If the president of the United States affects nothing, why do we spend the money to elect the president every four years? Why do we spend the millions and millions and millions of dollars to print computers, pay people, have poll workers, do all the things we do if the president has zero effect on this country? The president has a lot of effect on this country. Look at the transition from Jimmy Carter to Ronald Reagan. Under Jimmy Carter, we had 21% interest rates, kids. We had 11% unemployment. We had hostages held in Iran for 444 days. We had a top marginal tax rate of 90%. 90% of your income stolen. I dare say that that approaches the level of slavery when 90% of your work is just taken from you because you didn't do anything to make it. We had the transition was the interest rates fell, the tax rates fell, and the country took off on one of the biggest and largest expansions in its history because Reagan got the government out of the way. The government was written on 40 pages to be small. It was supposed to be restricted. What we have now is a true socialist government that is in every part of your life, controls everything that happens, and is directly responsible for the cost of oil because this guy, I'm not, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to say names, but he, he goose-stepped in that office like a good socialist Democrat and by decree shut down oil. Now people go, well, we're drilling just as much under Trump. Well, which argument do you want to stick with, idiots? Because you sit there and say, the reason the price of gas is going up is because demand is going up. Well, by that prediction, if demand is going up and Biden stopped production at the current level, it will raise the price of gas. Are you that ignorant that you cannot piece it together in your mind that every single thing that is happening right now is the exact result of an inept weak leader. The reason Russia went into Ukraine is they knew Biden was a was was a, a potsy and he would do nothing. And now we have actually in a cave to China stopped a program that Trump started to check out the Chinese spying in the United, United States, of which Diane Feinstein's chauffeur for five years was a Chinese spy and Trump wanted to find out how much they knew and Biden shuts it down. Biden is in the payroll of of Russia and China. 
and that he will not stand up to them. And China has seen this, and that's why they're threatening us over Taiwan. And if they go into Taiwan, all bets are off on what's going to happen. And then we will find out if our new politically correct military, where they are more concerned with whether you call somebody Sir Z or whatever, you, whatever this new stupid language is, you, they're not concerned about training. I don't know if you heard this or not, but we went up against British forces in a war game, and we lost in the afternoon. This is what political correctness brings to you. We are all told women and men are exactly equal, and women should be in the military exactly like the men. And we all know from experience, your chain is only as strong as the weakest link. And there have been marine studies that show that any unit with women in it put up against any unit with men in it loses because they are instantly at a deficit because a woman is not as strong as a man, which is now being proved in the NCAA and the swimming when there are men claiming to be women who are 260 in men's sport who are now number one in setting records in women's sports. We have to stop this stupidity that's being spewed on this country and get back to some sanity and understand the president does affect policy. The president does affect prices. And when you have somebody in there who is a purported greenie who says they want everything to be green, you should not be surprised with $5 a gallon gas because his mentor, Barack Obama, says that's the price gas should be. It just shouldn't have got there so quickly. So their agenda is very clear. You just have to be blind to see it. All right, Danny Ellison, <clears throat> come up for air. I don't want you passing out on your 60th birthday. But uh, as always, sir, <laughs> we appreciate the opportunity to uh, hear what's on your mind, and I hope that some of it reaches the uh, the masses out there and gets in those ear slots and then makes it uh, all the way over uh, to the brain and starts uh, helping these folks kind of compute what in the world is going on with this country, folks. Pay attention and make sure that you take some time to check Danny out. Danny, where are all the places folks can find you? Uh, my best place to find me right now is rumble.com. I'm right doing a, lot, a daily show on there every day where I try to talk about the news that we're talking about now with the headlines. Uh, it's called Laughing at the News. I'm there as the educated redneck. One word, no spaces. Uh, I don't advertise YouTube anymore because they're a bunch of commies. I don't, I don't advertise Facebook anymore because they're a bunch of commies. So the best place, come follow me on my channel. I will make postings on those other places, but I'm done advertising for them because they are not free speech, and this country was founded on free speech, and we should still be free speech. Hey, man, have a, uh, have a great day. Enjoy your birthday. And we'll get you back on here next Thursday at about 9.10 to do some more ranting and raving. I appreciate the heck out of it, my friend. And uh, all the best to you and uh, your family. And uh, give, give Dillinger a big old kiss for us, too. Well, he's crashed down on the couch right next to the heater, sound asleep. It's a little <laughs> chilly this morning. so <laughs> he, he put his big old body right in front of that heater and said, I think I'll just stay right here. There you go, man. All right. Take care of yourself, Danny, and thanks for your time as always, my friend. Thank you so much. You all have a beautiful day out in that wonderful lake that you live on. We'll do our best. That is Danny Ellison, the educated redneck, and if you uh, – I, I guess he's not. He said he's not on Facebook anymore. So I guess 
maybe you can't reach out and contact him, or he doesn't. Maybe he just he has his page, but he doesn't really use it to advertise. And if you're looking for him on Facebook, you won't find him at Danny Ellison. You'll find him at Dan, capital D-A-N, Ellison, capital E-L-L-I-S-O-N, and uh, reach out and wish him a happy birthday because he does an incredible job. Les Larson from the Camden County Republican Club will join us on the other side of our news break here this morning. Stacy Johnson with us from Lake Expo, your trusted news source at the lake. Chris Schneider, Uncle Chris from Lake TV, checking out the sports and passing all that information along right here on The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Thursday, March 10th. Liam Baum and local realtor accused of conspiracy to murder appeared in court yesterday for a pre-trial conference. No new evidence was introduced, but Bauman did announce a change of lawyers. She replaced Simon Fawzi and Dean Price Jr. with Jefferson City lawyer Dan Dotson. Bauman's trial is set to begin on Monday, May 23rd. It's St. Patrick's weekend, and that means parades on the land and on water. The on-land parade goes down Bagnell Dam Boulevard at 1 o'clock on Saturday. For boaters, the annual water parade begins with breakfast to Captain Ron's at 8 in the morning. Both promise to be a great time for St. Pat's weekend. Formerly known as the Short Bus Shuffle, the St. Pat's Pub Crawl is back this weekend. The Pub Crawl takes place on the west side, and full-size buses will take participants to and from all stops. This year's Pub Crawl includes 12 stops and 5 lodging establishments. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news, events, boating, and the lake life. lakeexpo.com. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock, serving the entire lake area. Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. College hoops, the Mizzou Tigers won their first round SEC tournament game yesterday, beating Old Miss, so they advanced to take on the number five seed LSU today. That is scheduled to tip off early afternoon. Mizzou lost to LSU by 20 points just two weeks ago, so they'll need a big turnaround to get that done today. MSU Bears season is done until they find out where they're going in postseason play. They lost in the semifinals of the Valley Tournament last weekend, so they are either headed to the big dance, the NCAA Tournament, or the NIT Tournament. Uh, MSU with a 23-10 record, so they had a really good season. Local high school basketball teams are done for the year. Really good season for the Versailles boys. They finish 20-10, Osage 15-12, California 19-6, Eldon was 7-19, 
Camdenton 3 and 22. Max Creek Girls had a great season. They were 23 and 3. Look out for that team the next few years. On the ice today, the uh, St. Louis Blues will be busy at home tonight against the Rangers. The Blues looking to break a four-game losing skid. NFL News Aaron Rodgers says he will be back with the Packers. He was thinking about leaving, but the Packers have offered him a big deal to stay. So Rodgers, who is 38 now and the two-time reigning NFL MVP, will be staying in Green Bay for a while. Hey, you got to check out KB on TV. That's right. Kevin KB Burns and Lake TV. You can see his show at 7, 5, and 11 every day. Lake TV with five local Lake Area shows. And don't forget about Uncle Chris at the top of the hour almost every hour. Lake TV can be seen on Como Channel 90, free on Roku, and streaming live 24-7 at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Thursday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozarks shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. There is a battle raging for the hearts and minds of our children, a battle to erase Christian values and constitutional principles. Concerned Women for America of Missouri invites you to their state conference April 9th in Springfield to hear leaders and experts speak on important issues, including critical race theory, transgenderism, and election integrity. You'll leave inspired and equipped. The night before, CWA will hold their pastor-to-pastor dinner, leading in today's culture. Learn what churches can legally do to bring biblical values to all areas of influence and lead your congregation in these difficult times. There's no cost to pastors. RSVP on Eventbrite. For information, visit the CWA of Missouri Facebook events page. Share your thoughts, ideas, and skills, maybe even a talent, on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3 The Key. Hot dog, thank you uh, so much for coming back and joining us, 938-22 now, away from 10 o'clock. And hold on just a second here. Let me, uh, let me give you the rundown of programming for this Thursday. Uh, we've got the Missouri Liberty Report coming up with uh, John Williams, our good buddy Bradley Berg, uh, who's kind of switched up things a little bit uh, with the Bean, which uh, if you're not familiar with the Bean, it's uh, a, 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 a good place to go over on the Bagnell Dam Strip if you just, you know, they they work with people and help people who are dealing with uh, addictions, and they can help you out as well. Um, so we'll hear uh, hear that coming up. Feed your family as well. Also, Ozark Highlands with Bill Munhausen. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not Bill Munhausen. That's a program that Bill found and that uh, we've added to our lineup. We, we got some, we've got some music on there, which is pretty cool. Uh, Ozark uh, Highlands uh, radio program. And then uh, School of School, and we'll round out our eight-hour block with uh, Key Ozarks. So the Key Ozarks podcast, that's Bill Munhausen right there. And so that is kind of the lineup that we've got going on here. Um, 
again, wondering what in the world's happened to COVID. Has COVID just evaporated? Has it gone away? Did they find a cure for it? And, uh, and, 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 and everybody has made a beeline for the cure, and so now everything's great, everything's wonderful? Or are we uh, so inclined to be beaten over the head with it as soon as things get to settled between Russia and Ukraine? Or is it going to get worse? And here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. Danny Ellison mentioned during his ranting and raving this morning about the United States uh, and China getting uh, maybe getting into it a little bit over Taiwan. That might be a good opportunity to pull in Professor Jim Paisley and talk to him about uh, the potential for uh, maybe uh, a bit of a scruff between uh, the United States and China. Certainly, certainly, certainly possible. Yes, it is. There he is. <clears throat> He's right on time this morning. Uh, he was he was actually right on time last hour because that's when I told him to be here. And that w- would be Les Larson, who heads up the uh, Camden County Republican Club. And uh, he is joining us uh, here now at uh, 940. Again, sorry about uh, the mix-up there, Les, but we're certainly glad to have you on with us now. And uh, you folks have got another Camden County Republican Club meeting coming up on March the 15th. And I believe you uh, have got a great lineup of speakers. And we kind of wanted to talk about the agenda, who's going to be speaking, and any other uh, pertinent information that folks need to know about when it comes to the Camden County Republican Club. Yeah, I appreciate uh, I appreciate getting the opportunity to talk and uh, just share. Yeah, we got some exciting uh, things going on. Uh, of course, with the election year here, it's always been a full full schedule. But uh, for next Tuesday night on the 15th, our meeting uh, for the regular meeting, we've got some, some speakers. Uh, interestingly, uh, two of the speakers, uh, Rick Brayton and Bill Irwin, uh, they are both running for the position uh, being vacated by Vicki Hartzler for the U- U.S. representative. Right. And uh, yeah, Rick is uh, a Missouri uh, senator currently, and Bill Irwin is a businessman and doesn't have any uh, political background, so it'll be interesting to hear both of them uh, uh, talk from that perspective. And then the other two people uh, are running for the U.S., or excuse me, the Missouri Senate, uh, the, the position currently held by Justin Brown. And Scott Rydell, who is an ex-military man, uh, and I just was uh, informed last night, uh, talked to Susie Pollock, mm-hmm. and Susie is the Missouri representative from District 123. She is also then running for this U.S. Senate. So we've got uh, two people running for U.S., or excuse me, Missouri Senate. And then also we have two people running for the U.S. representative. So that's Tuesday night, uh, 7 o'clock, the Camdenton Christian Church on Business Route 5 in Camdenton. And uh, we're we're really looking forward to it. So uh, what else have you folks been up to uh, as far as, uh, as the Camden County Republican Club? But more importantly, let's back up to your announcement that Susie, Susie Pollack, uh, who represents uh, the 123rd, um, a portion of it anyway, uh, that she has announced that she is going to be running against Justin Brown for, uh, for state senate. Uh, 
Uh, did that come as any surprise? Did that come as any uh, kind of a shock to you? And, and what are you hearing from uh, other members of the Camden County Republican Club? Well, uh, Susie, when they when they re- did the redistricting uh, for the state, for the representatives in the state, uh, Susie's district, uh, she was basically uh, blocked out of her District 123. Right. And uh, so she was sort of left uh, standing on the sideline here. And so she's been wrestling with trying to figure out, uh, you know, what she should do. I know early on she talked about maybe becoming a uh, Senate candidate. And uh, but she talked with her husband. She talked with other people. I know she prayed about it and things. And so consequently, she has uh, she filed. And so she is uh, uh, going to be an active uh, candidate for that position. Um, if you look at Camden County, uh, then Camden County is going to be District 124, which Lisa Thomas currently uh, is the state representative, and she will remain in there. I'm not sure if anybody is, uh, is filed to run against her in that position as of now i don't know of anybody mm-hmm. um but uh susie is going to along with scott Raydell, and scott has uh, been saying since last fall that he was going to be a candidate and, and he filed as well for that so uh it'd be interesting to hear both of them on tuesday night talk and so i encourage everybody to come and uh listen firsthand uh, to both of these candidates well, it's certainly going to be interesting, and it really kind of uh, uh, makes this a race to watch. Uh, you've got Scott Rydell, who has been in the thick of things, as you mentioned, uh, less since last year. And now uh, Susie Pollock throws her hat into the, uh, into the ring. Uh, and, and, and definitely, uh, I would imagine that you get, you get a little concern there as to uh, who is the stronger candidate and... Uh, uh, you know, who do you put your support behind? But as you said, coming up uh, this uh, this Tuesday evening, the 15th, uh, you folks will have the opportunity to, uh, to hear them both out, and I guess then people can decide uh, what direction they want to go. Uh, exactly. And uh, we also, as I say, uh, Justin Brown is the current District 16 uh, uh, Missouri Senator, and uh, he's filing and running as well. So there's really three people there, um, but the two the new, two new people in, that are running for that position now with Scott Riddell and Susie Pollack are, are coming to our meeting. Uh-huh. Um, and one of those uh, is going to, uh, I think, rise to the top to take on Justin Brown from being the incumbent. Well, it will uh, certainly be an interesting uh, contest, to say the least. And I, I guess uh, Susie's kind of got her work uh, cut out for her at this point. Um, and, and really, I mean, when you think about it, um, do you announce your candidacy early on? Do you wait and uh, kind of get a feel for what's going on as far as, uh, you know, how things uh, how things might play out? I mean, uh, timing, they say, as far as uh, how things go, it means everything. Uh, so... Um, you know, Scott's been at this for a while. Uh, Susie is now getting uh, ready to get ramped up and, and, and get in the, uh, in the fight. And so uh, hopefully, you know, the one thing that I always kind of get a little concerned about is 
if one kind of cancels the other one out. Um, and so, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, a good things about both candidates. I've had the opportunity to speak with both of them on uh, on several different levels. As a matter of fact, we had Scott on earlier in the week. Um, but man, this is uh, this really kind of uh, ramps things up, makes it uh, very important uh, for people to ask the right questions. And uh, and certainly to uh, to look for the kind of answers that uh, uh, apparently a lot of folks are looking for that uh, Justin Brown uh, maybe couldn't provide for them. Yes, uh, I, I think you're right on. And uh, to answer your question about you know the type of feedback uh, we get is uh, there is a faction in the Camden County uh, area that uh, would like to see a good strong challenger to Justin Brown and Justin Brown has his uh, voting record uh, out there for people to look at. He stands right behind it. I have talked with him, um, but there's a concern uh, from other people saying, well, I think we need uh, a change. So that's what this whole primary election is about. And so now you have two uh, people, both Scott and Susie, who are very well qualified in doing this challenge. Uh, to uh, Justin Brown, but the three of them, if they all three are uh, maintained until the primary election in August, uh, then you've got to look at the incumbent, and then you've got two new people to the do the two new people cancel each other out, um, and then so now you're looking at. Uh, those that want to see a change uh, with with Justin Brown. On the other hand, I think what you're going to hear also, or hopefully here, is more from Justin Brown between now and the primary about uh, uh, standing for his uh, voting record and and what he has uh, stood for over the over the last four years. So it'll be an interesting primary, and I think what I'm finding out is uh, the area for both. Uh, Senate and representative areas is the primaries are very, very important. And I think most people don't really pay a lot of attention to the primary. They go, well, I'll just, uh, you know, I'll vote in the general election once it's decided who's going to run. And the real issue is the primary is very, very important. Um, We've got a pretty strong Republican group within Camden County. And so if whoever is the Republican candidate is, has a very good chance of winning uh, in the general election. So when you back up, then the primary becomes even more important. So I encourage everybody to learn about this. So, and come and hear what they have to say. You can listen to them. You can ask questions. You can talk to them one-on-one. And that goes the same thing for the other two candidates that we have running for U.S. representative with Rick Brayton and Bill Irwin. It's the same thing that, that you need to hear. There's a there's a significant number of people running for that position uh, for the state of Missouri. And so it's just we've got two of the candidates now. We've had Sarah Walsh has been here uh, in the past. And there's a, I think there's nine people that are uh, in the race for the U.S. rep. So, mm-hmm. again, who is going to be the candidate that comes through the primary? That's very, very important. Uh, 
certainly is, Les. And uh, again, uh, with the help that uh, you folks are providing, and, and everyone, I will tell you, folks, everyone is welcome to the Camden County Republican Club meetings. You don't have to be uh, just a conservative or a Republican. You can be a liberal. You can be a uh, Democrat, because I think it makes sense for folks on both sides of uh, the aisle uh, or whatever your political affiliation is to listen to and hear out what these candidates have to say. And that's all of them, because, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're getting uh, enough uh, depth at that particular position. You know what I mean? If, if, if we were talking about maybe a, a football player or a baseball team or something like that, you look at the various positions, do they have enough depth? Well, you can find out uh, what kind of depth these people have in terms of how they voted. Um, obviously, we know Susie has been an elected representative. Um, Justin Brown has been a while, around for a while. Uh, there's a lot of other folks that are getting into the race. And, and I think what's nice is we're kind of starting to see, and I don't mean to belittle or be demeaning when I use this term, but we're seeing a lot of regular Joes, people that are citizens that haven't been involved in politics at all, that are looking at what's going on and realizing that there is a huge problem and that people aren't fulfilling their obligations uh, and their campaign promises as they, they, they said they initially would, Les. And so, uh, you know, people like a, a Scott Rydell, who has uh, been in the military for a long, long time, served this country, uh, you know, he said, hey, look, um, you know, I'm not going to just sit here idly by. I'm going to at least see what I can do uh, to get involved in the political process and maybe get into Jefferson City and change a few things. We know that uh, Susie Pollock has uh, a, a vested interest in the Lake area, and, and certainly with a lot of the things that she's proposed since she's been a representative, uh, you can tell exactly where her head is, where her heart is, and uh, that's on the constituents uh, here at the Lake. and. Uh, and, and certainly people in the state of Missouri trying to, uh, you know, make things uh, a lot better off than uh, than they have been for a while. So, uh, again, uh, March the 15th, that's uh, this coming Tuesday. Give us the time, give us the location, and all the particulars. Yeah, they, uh, I totally agree uh, with what you're saying as far as uh, what I'm what I'm seeing and sensing, and it's, it's rising up as people are fed up with what's been going on in the political world and they want to do something about it. And that's why you're seeing people that maybe don't have a political background of getting involved. And I encourage that. Last month we had our four candidates that are running for the Camdenton school board and uh, one incumbent, but three new people uh, are wanting to be involved. And so you're seeing that at the state level and even at the, uh, the U S level. But for this meeting next Tuesday, uh, it's at 7 o'clock. It's at the Camden Christian Church on Business Route 5. And uh, it starts at 7 o'clock. I encourage people to come a little early. So that way, the people that are running, they, they actually are available before the meeting. Uh, we'll give each of them a chance to talk uh, and answer questions from the floor. And then uh, afterwards, they can... Uh, come up and uh, talk to them one-on-one -on -one if they feel more comfortable doing that. Uh, we do get a number of people coming to the club that are not members of the club and for these meetings, and that is perfectly fine. We welcome them because uh, some people are fed up and they don't like to say, I'm a Republican. Uh, they want to say, I'm a conservative mm -hmm. or I'm an independent. Right. And that's fine. Uh, that works well. 
um, and we're trying to get the best candidate uh, to represent our area. Um, and so some of them have an, an R behind their name, and some of them are saying, oh, I, I want to be independent with it. That's fine. That, that, that works well for us. And so I just encourage people to come. And so the way, the way to do that, uh, if you could RSVP to the club so we sort of get a handle on a uh, number of people, you can look at our website, which is, you know, with the CCRC, which is Camden County Republican Club. But you can look up ccrclub.com. And or I have a phone number that I would uh, give for people. They could text or call if they just want to RSVP, or you can just show up. But the text number would be 619-957-5090. And so any way that we can hear about it, that just helps with the, with the seating and the expectations and, and those type of things. But we get a lot of people that show up who haven't RSVP'd, and that's fine with we don't. We don't have. We don't have a certain number, and we turn people away. You come, we'll we'll find a spot for you. I tell you what, Les. Always a pleasure, sir. And uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's just awesome. And uh, thank you for doing what you folks are doing and uh, offering these uh, people a platform here locally, uh, so that people can come out and uh, get their thoughts and ideas and, and figure out just exactly what they're all about and uh, what they hope to accomplish in the future. Uh, thank you, sir. And yeah. uh, anytime you anytime you need something, uh, just holler at me. And I promise, next time I'll get you on at the right time. How's that? <laughs> Very good. I appreciate it. It's great talking to you. Thank you for the opportunity. Always a pleasure, sir. Les Larson. He is the president of the uh, Camden County Republican Club. Uh, big meeting coming up this uh, this uh, Tuesday night, March the fifteenth. So. Uh, folks, if you can be in attendance, really take the opportunity, take the opportunity, if you would, to uh, to get out and uh, find out what's going on in our neck of the woods, and hopefully we'll see you over there. 9.57 is our time. So uh, numerous people, numerous people have been, and, and they always do, have been taking pot shots and, and have been, you know, doing so for a long time uh, against uh, Donald Trump. And it, it, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, various sitcoms, um, uh, you know, the establishment up there in Washington, D.C., uh, various celebrities or people who think they're celebrities. And uh, Kathy Griffin, who doesn't consi- consider herself an A-lister, uh, or a B-lister, or a C-lister, or, or even a D-lister, a woman who, you know, had that uh, whole uh, comedy routine she did, you know, about Trump being beheaded or whatever. Uh, it, it's amazing to me why anybody even gives this woman a platform anymore because she's just so mean, so hateful, and, and really doesn't, to me, she just doesn't have a purpose in life anymore. But uh, she had uh, reacted to uh, an emergency involving uh, the former president's plane landing, and she said, ugh, so close. Uh, She shared her reaction to the news that a plane transporting the former president was recently forced to make an emergency landing after taking off from uh, New Orleans, or New Orleans, (coughs) en route to Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago resort in Palm Beach, Florida. The plane was hit with engine failure over the Gulf of Mexico, forcing the pilot to return to Louisiana City shortly after taking off. Griffin, who faced backlash after 
posing with a uh, the severed head of an effigy of Trump in 2017, responded to the Post's article on the incident on Wednesday when she tweeted, Ugh, so close. Her comment attracted a stream of comments that appeared to support her sentiment about Trump, who had traveled to New Orleans to speak at a private event attended by some of the Republican Party's top donors for the Post. Now, um, regardless of what this woman says, she she's just... She hasn't been 